back to another episode of Meet the Creatives. Today I am here with Mari Giuliano. Mari, welcome to the show. It's so good to finally have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We finally locked it down. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Your work is incredible. I have always been a huge fan of both branding and photography. When I was in design school, I didn't really exactly know like where I wanted to go or what the cool agencies were and stuff like that. And then I discovered the work, as I've talked about at, at nauseum on the podcast, but I discovered Collins and uh, JKR and, and all these like New York agencies. But I found myself saving over and over like the photos of things. And I loved the shoots of all the different products with the different like lights and stuff. Years went by, I worked in the design space. I met some people through Collins and through JKR and Lisa Smith and everybody. And then I was talking about how I just love, I was like, the way they photograph the work is so good. And then I don't know if you remember him, but uh, my friend Josh Lepley was like, dude, that's Mari Giuliano. I was like, who's that? <laughs> and, he, and I was like, wait a second, this is all like one person? He's like, yeah, he sent me the link to your website. And I was like, this is everything that I've been saving on my computer for like the last couple of years. So I'm a photographer and a designer. And I, when I found your work, you kind of beautifully married the two. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's interesting because um, I, you know, I, I come from Brazil and I, I've been doing this for over 20 years, right? So in Brazil, I had a pretty good study. My, I worked at BBDO in Brazil mm -hmm. studio shooting advertising and stuff like beer bottles with drops and ice yeah. splashes and all this technical <laughs> stuff and all was done with four by five and eight by ten there's no digital digital started in 2001 2002 like before that there was no digital cameras so i was loading eight by ten like uh film holders you know wow. that was my job you know as an <laughs> and then from there like I got this one gig for uh, this agency called FNASCA and they paid me all this money to shoot this photo and it actually got an award, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, what am I was 24 years old, right? I was like, what should I do? I'm just going to go to New York for a month. So I rented an apartment in New York and I came over, I went to a bar. The first night I go to the bar, I fall in love with a girl. Like, I don't know. I've moved here for a girl. Like I moved here right. for a girl. And I like the first like eight, 10 years, I was miserable and it was a struggle. I didn't have paper. Like the first year I didn't have visa, blah, blah, blah. Then I got all this stuff. And then I start over again as I start assisting fashion photographers, which for me, was totally opposite from the super technical advertising guys. You know, right. I was like, whoa, this is so wrong. Like in my book, <laughs> I was like, whoa, you put the light over there. Are you crazy? This is wrong. Right, but right. that opened this whole, you know, new world for me that I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like there's no right way of doing things. You know, you just got to do the way you feel that it's right for you, you know, mm -hmm. and, and just follow that thing, you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy, you know, as far as aesthetics and composition, you know, I always say like, I go to the shoot and I was like my natural instinct. I try to fight my natural instinct. That's so cool. I love that. Like, I'm like, okay, this is my natural instinct. Uh, no, thanks. I'm, let, let me 
try the opposite of it and see what that, you know, because I think a lot of our natural instincts are, are like fed to us through like a mainstream blah, blah, you know, like it's right. kind of like what are you used to looking at? Yeah. And they're safe and they're safe. They're not like, you're not really taking yeah, a risk. It's, right. it's, it's okay. It will work. It will, right. it will get the, you get you there. You, you, you know, but, but now, and I feel like New York, it's crazy. Like competition, competition wise. Mm -hmm. Like how can you put yourself in the most, this is the most talented photographers are in this fucking city. And there's so many of us. Oh yeah. Like, I'm like, it's insane and they're so good. And then you feel like, oh, I suck, I suck. The whole time in your existence, you're fighting your own thoughts, like how much you're not good enough. And how it, it, it's easier to like someone else's work than to like your own work, I think. Yeah. You know, like, so it, yeah, it's so funny you say that because I think I think of you in that in that light. My friends think that they're like, Rob's a great photographer. And I'm like, no. And I would show them someone like yourself. And I'd be like, no, this is great photography. And it's just this constant comparison trap. It just kind of, it never ends, you know? One thing that I think like I stopped doing in the last year, it hunts me. Actually, like it's something it's in the back of my mind and it's making me sad that I'm not really making my personal work right now because I'm so busy with this commercial work and then I have no time. And then like, for me, personal work has to be a personal challenge. Right. So all the series I've done, they push me to like a very, they put me in a very uncomfortable place. Right. Right. So the first series I did, it was a nine year series where, where I took my four by five camera all over the world from the Sahara desert to Korea, to England, to Berlin, to Paris, you name it. I've been there with Tunisia. Like I've been with this camera, right? And I was carrying this camera. I was an assistant, right? This photographers, they would take me to go to all these places as an assistant. And I'll bring my camera. That was my devotion. I did it for nine years. Wow. I got like 354 by five negative portraits of strangers. And I have all their history. In, in books, I took books and I wrote their emails and like I wrote their names and I wrote their stories and this is the whole thing, right? That's so cool. But the thing that I realized when I was doing it, I was like, I'm not looking for the hipster guy. I'm right. looking for the underdog and how hard is to approach someone that is not really like dressed to be photographed. You know, like it's like a person that's just an underdog. So it's tricky. It takes time and it's challenging. It's challenging as a shy person. You're in a different country. I would learn the languages in the country and I would like just learn how to ask them. Oh, can I photograph you? I'm a photographer. Blah, blah. I will learn how to say that in their language. Wow. That's so awesome. Them. And then, but you know, I've been to like crazy scenarios where most people said yes, but a lot of people said no. Because I had this huge camera, this huge 4x5 camera. That was like a big en like entry to, you know, they would say yes more than if I have my phone. You know right, what right, I yeah. Like, if I have a digital camera, I'm like, with this 4x5 huge camera <laughs> that I have to put like a fucking thing. They're like, what the 
fuck, do I have to pay for this shit? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, like I did that and then I was like, okay, this is cool, but you know, what else is there, you know? So, but now I'm a commercial photographer. Yeah. So it's quite the, quite the contrast. It's a but... journey I've been, you know, like it's like, yeah. Each yeah. yeah, for sure. One of the things that I really love about the way that you photograph your commercial work it's very imaginative, it's very bright, and it's very fun. How did you learn to come up with that style? And I know that you kind of are testing and playing, but what's the process like when you're photographing these products, which a lot of times it's just like, you know, a can or something like that, but you managed yeah. to make it come alive, you know? You know, I really started with, who uh, gave me my first opportunity was Collins, actually. They, they, they start doing these case studies and they, they wanted to elaborate on them a little bit more than the average like design uh, studio, you know, they, they have, they, they want to have control of their narrative. Right. Way, you know, it was pretty much how I started. I started doing these case studies for Collins and. What was the first one that, that you had done for Collins? I, I think like the biggest first one I did was the ship. Okay. For Collins, yeah. Nick, Ship know? with a Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like cool. portraits, and I was like, I was like twenty seven, twenty eight. I don't know. I was young, and <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't even. Have, I still don't have a green card. I, I still on a work visa, but you know, for me, it was a big uh, accomplishment, and I got to use this digital back, and that's you know. In Brazil, I learned from the best, you know, I had the best technical, um, that's the tricky part. Like technique can actually get in the way of creativity. Oh yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Like, it's like, you really have to learn how to, uh, balance, you know, like, because when I was younger, I remember like being really like, oh, if I don't, if I can use this kind of light or this kind of camera it's not gonna work bullshit you know that yeah. you know it's there is like this weird and i'm old school like the kids now the kids now are way more open and i'm like 38 like this kid <laughs> I'm this 28 old kids they're like super creative and yeah fucking do everything they can do like uh they can juggle <laughs> you're like i like to hang out with my dogs and like hang out with i have two like, dogs yeah, yeah. that's it you know like i don't have much to offer but i love your dogs by the way i, I love like your your instagram account is is chaos oh. and dogs and i it just i'm oh, your life seems so interesting you seem from the outside looking in you seem like a freaking renaissance oh, it's person. all lies so cool. it's a lies <laughs> I love it. I'm depressed. Ninety percent. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm. I'm grateful. I, I. I moved into this country. I was 24. I'm 38 now. So it's been 14 years. And um, the things I got to accomplish here, I'm. I'm actually very surprised that, you know, I'm. I'm grateful, and I, I just want to do better. You know, at this point, I just. I just gotta keep up with these kids. This right. 20 no, I think you're. I think I you're crushing it. Challenge. I don't mean, and I'm old school. I have this like old school um, um, mentality in a way. You know, it's like I don't know if that benefits me or if that doesn't benefit me. I, I'm, I'm conflicted about it, but 
each there. And it's something I want to, I want to kind of, you know, kind of lose it a little bit and, and be a little bit more open to weird stuff. And I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So one of the things that I definitely, while I have you here, I'm really into photography. I want to talk about some of the technical stuff in terms of what kind of lenses that you use and focal lengths and stuff like that. Can you maybe give me some insight in terms of that? Right now, I have a, a few systems that I work with. I have right. a Nikon system, and then I have a, a Phase One, and I have a Fuji. I just bought the Fuji. I I went I I got drunk and I went on eBay and I, I woke <laughs> up. I'm like, why do I? There's yeah. no money in my bank account. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I yeah. bought the camera and I had to buy the lenses and and I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You know, right. it's like. It's not what you're using or the lens you're using or the camera. At the end of the day, people are looking at the images on their cell phones. You know, like I don't know. I I I'm a geek. Like I love gear. I, love it. I have so much gear that I, you know, I I bought this this kit uh, three years ago and I used last month. For the, <laughs> you know, like I just like getting deals on eBay and. But I try all the cameras. I try the face and I try the Nikon and I try the Fuji. And the Fuji is way, way, because it's a rangefinder pretty much. It's like the lens is way closer to the sensor. Mm -hmm. So like the image is going to be way sharper. It's yeah. like, it's like you do the SLRs and whatever. I like fixed lenses. I like lenses that have the fixed focal length, like, uh, like, a, like a prime, you mean? Carbib. Kirk Bresson, he used to have a 50 millimeter yeah. on, on a Leica. And he would say, if you want a wide angle, step back. If you want a yeah. tele, what about step forward? Like, you know, everybody has their own uh, passion and their own media that they find. And they're all valid and they're all interesting. And, and I have a, a collection of um, over 100 cameras. Wow. Like, I think each camera has their own personality. Like yes. it's four by five, it's a slow camera. It's like you gotta put in a tripod, you gotta focus, you gotta put the film, you gotta but if you're shooting 35, it's a different you get a different kind of image, you know? Yeah, for sure. The other day I was at my old college and I was talking to some of the students and showing them. I actually showed in my presentation that I show at my college as a lot of your work, like the the work you did for JKR with like Lisa Smith and everything is in there. Uh -huh. And they all were like, wow, this is so cool. And it was my professors were like, hold on, go back a second. They're like, when we talk about how photographing your work can really help to like tell the brand experience, like this is what we're talking about. So it's really cool to be talking to you today because I'm going like directly to the source. If you're in college, right? And I'm going to send this link to those kids directly. So okay. if you're in college and the only thing that's available to you is like whatever you can like rent out from like the cage or whatever, right? Like they give you some beat up you know, like T3 Canon with a kit lens and it's all messed up and you have like one light source or something like that. Real, real ghetto setup. And you have to light like a packaging uh, project for school for like your final thesis or whatever. Uh, Try and like tell me using a setup like that. How would you how would you do it? Like I did bare it. bones. I mean, I've been there. I've been there. I know exactly <laughs> how it feels. I, I didn't finish college. I, I don't have a 
I don't have a degree. You know, I dropped on the last year. I did three years of college. And then I didn't have any money. So I bought this like um, garden lights. They're like gar like lights for like the for garden. plants. Yeah, like for, <laughs> for your yard. They're like <laughs> like whatever. They're like thirty bucks. And then I bought like two of them, and and that's what I use for for the longest time. And it doesn't matter. I think when you're young and you're naive and you have no, um, it's the best time. Like when you don't have any technical knowledge that actually ties you to some like uh, idea of how things should be done. And, right. Uh, you know, like the, the, being naive is the best thing you can be. You know, like I love that. There's nothing better than being naive and exploring your own without any like um, a, a pre-constructed idea of how this should look or what kind of camera you, you know like yeah it's the best it's the best yeah one of the things that i recommend that people just starting out do is just look through the viewfinder and also like put the camera down and like look around and like look at what you're shooting because for the longest time especially with my portrait work i would set up you know i would like, like this is a three-point shot put this on top like this is the hair light this is the key light and i would just get very robotic about it and then i would be editing it in lightroom and i'd be like oh like how the fuck did i not see that there's a giant thing you know or like that this isn't right or this hair is out of place whereas now i try and just be like look at the light and move that shit around and like when it looks right stop moving it and then go take the picture but it's so easy to get caught up in sort of like the technical aspect of it. You get real time vision. A, a, a commercial photographer, you always like doubting your like you do go and there's a lot of preparation for a job, right? And then you get you go and you go do the job and you you do the job and everybody's happy, whatever. But you always like second guessing yourself, like, oh, did I miss? Should I have done this? Should I have done that? Could it? So it's a, it's a, it's a constant uh, exercise, you know, there's no, um, it's forever. Yeah. There's no, um, right way to do it. There's no formula to it. It's, it's just whatever. Right. You know, it's kind like, of trusting your gut. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you grow from it. You do one and you're like, Oh, I, I wish I had done this. And then you do the next one and you do the thing you thought it was the thing to do and then and then you like realize oh maybe i should have done this you know and yeah it, oh man you and i were gonna do a podcast a while back you were like super cool about it i totally understood because you're like yo i have all this shit like it's just not a good time and then i was like following your account and i was watching like the the size of the project that you were working on you were at some agency i forgot where it was somewhere in la somewhere and seeing the amount of tea stands and like lights and all this different stuff if i got there and i had to get on a plane and sit with my own thoughts and think about all that shit and then get there and then have that amount of because it's this shit's no joke like i know people that worked on, on sweet green i know people that worked on these projects these are huge huge products and sometimes they're I, having like i try not it's scary i try not to think about it so deeply you know i, I just go with it and i would be freak the fuck out i don't know why <laughs> yeah it's, it's i got there and they're like oh this is a they did a uh um they had like a seamstress and they they, they were like trying to close and i'm like okay and 
Yeah, this, <laughs> it was this big. I was like, okay. <laughs> but then I nailed it, you know, like. Yeah. I, I know what I'm capable of, you know, at the end right. of the day, and I deliver, and there's a, there's a value to that, you know. And, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's scary. It is scary. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. Because I feel like photography is almost like a performance artist, right? Yeah. You have this, you have this time to do this. Like, so the client hires you, they're like expecting you to deliver 15 images, right? You have 10 hours to deliver 15 images that they're pleased with. So that's kind of a challenge by itself, you know, and, 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 it's, it's, you always question yourself after afterwards. You're like, oh, what if I did this? What if I did that? Every time you do it, you grow. You like you learn something. You you like add something to your uh, expertise. You know, you're, you're you're like, okay, so this was something I struggled with last time. Now I'm, you know, like it's there is a growth um, that comes with it. Well, thank you for doing this. Where can people sure. find you online? What's the best place to get in touch? This is uh, self-promotion time. You can put my Instagram. Marty Giuliano is my private one, and I have a professional one. Uh, that is Marty underscore Giuliano underscore photography. Nice. Which is whatever. Like, nobody cares. Like, I have a thousand followers. Like, <laughs> people have way more faint, way more better things to worry about than my Instagram. But they don't have the talent. They don't have the skills. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I am your biggest fan. I'm going to come over every day. I'm going to be outside of like the, the cabin with a bullhorn and be like, you're amazing. Keep oh, doing what you're doing. I need you. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we could be friends, man. We're practically neighbors. I live like 20 minutes away from you. That's yeah. so oh, well. so Thank you for doing this. Let's definitely keep in touch. Right. Be fun yeah. to hang out. Awesome. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.